step into the sin bin. This is Penalty Box Radio. Three-time Best Sports Blog winner. With Justin Bradford. Two-time toast of Music City Best Sports Reporter. And Glenn Blackwell. Brought to you by E610 Athletes. It's time to talk all things hockey in the Music City. Penalty Box Radio is on. Smashville's Best Sports Talk. ESPN. 102.5 The Game. Hello and welcome to Penalty Box Radio here on ESPN 1025 The Game. Justin Bradford here with me along with Peyton Turnage sitting in for Glenn and producer Kenny behind the glass keeping us rolling. And it's a special no sports edition of a sports radio show. (laughs) So (laughs) there's a little bit going on today. I mean, if we were a full on sports show, there's plenty of stuff in the NFL going on there's thank a, god there's, there's some hockey news going on as well and uh, just we're going to continue to go on as much as we can we want to give you live radio to listen to because we just feel like it's fun and important and by the way the studio has been totally wiped down i was disinfected. disinfected twice peyton and i are six feet from each other uh kenny's behind glass so very we, we, we both have very suspicious coughs but i promise we don't have the kofefe no we are very safe no we we, we are safe <laughs> well you're safe back there behind the glass so you're all good yeah. oh i feel great right now <laughs> oh yeah you are protected kenny's protected but we do have some things to discuss and obviously we appreciate so many of you on twitter and facebook giving us some topics to talk about because i wasn't gonna lie and skirt around at that it's like hey what would you like us to discuss on our radio show tonight <laughs> we're grasping at straws we're, we're grasping we need some things but there are some things and just wanted to send out a big congratulations to preds prospect david ference with boston university he basically just completed his junior year as the high scoring defenseman in the ncaa pretty big for him 43 points in 34 games also a top 10 finalist for the hoey baker that's that's pretty awesome right there when you think about it probably got a good a really good defensive prospect oh absolutely and the way that he's developing and in terms of what he's done year upon year because his freshman year played 31 games had nine points okay his sophomore year played 37 games had 20 points Mm -hmm. so four goals 16 assists and then exploded this year his junior season played 34 games 43 points but in terms of goals went from four to 14 and assists went from 16 to 29. Look out, Roman Yossi. Okay, calm down. <laughs> calm down hey, there. the future looks bright. Come on, man. <laughs> calm, calm down. But big big time deal for David Ferentz there, too. And they're doing the Hobie Baker vote. So you can go vote for him as well because the fan vote will be a, a part of that, too. So big congratulations to David Ferentz as well. And then news broke today, too, that the USHL was ending their season. And so some Predators prospects, including goaltender Ethan Hader, uh, that season ends for him. And so we're seeing so much of that just around. But we want to focus on... Some fun stuff and positive stuff and get, keep you updated on things because that's, I mean, gosh, what else are you doing aside from working from home, getting takeout and buying toilet paper? So <laughs> there have been a few things as well. So we knew it was just a matter of time last week when we were on air. We helped break that news. It wasn't us breaking. We're breaking what we saw on Twitter of the NBA having to shut down just because of it being noticed there, a testing positive. And then yesterday, late last night, it broke that the Ottawa Senators had a player that tested positive for, and obviously there's probably going to be more. Just the more testing there is, the more that's going to come out from it. So obviously every sports league is going to be affected by this. You know, it occurs to me how interesting it would be if the NFL was going on right now, how that would be affected. Because that's obviously the biggest moneymaker in American sports is the NFL compared to the other leagues. How would they be handling the situation? Um, Because we're seeing that the NHL, Bill Daly, is saying that they want to complete the season somehow. The goal is to complete the season 
uh, finish it out, award the Stanley Cup, because obviously you want to award the Stanley Cup. It's the biggest thing that you want to be able to do. And then obviously the NBA questions there, that the NCAA canceled everything. So it's, it's curious to me how different leagues are handling this. And we saw in the KHL, little interesting how they're handling it at first. Is <laughs> they were sticking it out as long as they could. <laughs> they're in denial, I think. <laughs> Vladimir creaking off, saying I mean, it was a disgrace that they wanted to end the season. I mean, then you had teams that are based in other countries, not Russia, that were... Jokery. They just yeah, pulled out. Like, we good. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> we're, we're, we're good. We're going to be safe. See you in the fall. Uh, so it's just interesting to see how different leagues are handling this. And I mean, there's only all what-ifs uh, right now. Big, big time what-ifs. But one of the things that came through on The Athletic, and it was because of what a player was suggesting would be a potential scenario, a player proposal for restarting the season, because this is the kind of thing that obviously we're not looking at something short term. We're probably looking at at earliest things getting back to normal, maybe May, right? Maybe. Maybe. Gosh. Maybe May. I mean, the president said it could be June, July, based on what the CDC is looking at. So the player proposal was a training camp in early July. 2019-20 finishes in late July because there's still like, what, 10 to 13 games for most most teams left to play. Playoffs August to September. Yeah, let's go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> have draft and free agency in October. And then the 2021 season begins in November. So let me preface this with, before we get into our discussion, before I get your opinions on this, Peyton. One, I would think the, the big thing you want to do is do everything possible to make sure the next season is a full season that isn't untouched. That you're not messing with next season which is important because you don't want two seasons to be affected by this shutdown if anything you mess with one season it is is my is my first off opinion on this too because you go into november it changes everything now granted october is the least scheduled month for the nhl because look at all the games are scheduled for march and early april so many back-to-backs for the predators for so many teams so they're thinking maybe you won't affect it as much but it condenses it you get rid of the all-star game all these little bye weeks all these little things but first of all, what's your take on this player proposal from this? It's a player too, so obviously they're playing the game, and they seemed okay with that proposal. That's, that's a <laughs> that's a lot to process. Ice there. in the South, though, too. I, I'm kind of worried too because if I'm the NHL, there's got to be a date that's kind of the point of no return. Like, how Absolutely. far are they willing to go? My guess is August 15th before getting the green light to resume activity. You're thinking August 15th? Yes. And based it, on what? I I just. Kind of gut, gut instinct, gut and, and how things transition from season to season too. I just like you can't smoothly transition into the twenty 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 one season if you're still playing for the Stanley Cup in September and October. September. You imagine when this college football season supposed to be starting up? Yes, in Which, September. You know, I don't think you need to worry about competing with other sports. No, no. At this but, point, it's just you finish your season and do what you need to do, and and that's what the, I think the question is coming up to is like when's the drop dead date? There's there's got to be one because you think about this too. It, it the NHL's the fiscal year starts July one is a new fiscal year. So they're saying Canada Day, yeah, saying move eh? the fiscal year all the way into October. <laughs> I mean, that's really going to mess with the the trailing it's season. It's going to mess with a lot of things because of arena scheduling, typical travel, all these types of things, and player health. And when I want to say player health is not related to this virus necessarily, but in terms of the, the health and well-being of them and the longevity of it, because they usually, that long off-season, is used to heal up and to get back in shape. A lot of guys have off-season surgeries to get repaired. All these types of things that happen in the off-season, especially if your team doesn't make the playoffs. That's a huge thing right there that you have basically mid-April to 1st of September 
to, to get healed up and everything. And then if your team gets out in the first or second round, you have May all the way to September. So it's it's an important part to have that offseason for so many reasons of just by getting things in order, getting things in check. And then that free agency part, too, it's going to throw a lot of different things off because we start thinking what's the salary cap going to, going to be affected by all this because the amount of money that is being lost and all this. And it's sports. It's money. Everything's about money. <laughs> when it comes to it it comes down to a lot of money situations too so it's a very interesting proposal and i mean i know a couple of pbr folks george and michael are even saying that just cancel it just cancel it i know people you want the trophy awarded somehow some way but it's going to be so difficult right now so where are you at peyton in terms of do you have a drop dead date in terms of when you needed to re- resume because they're saying july resume you said august 15th but i think you're saying season end by august 15th what you're saying right uh resume or, august 15th it, you can okay. get the green light to continue but if you're gonna continue and do the stanley cup playoffs it needs to go quick like i think here's here's my plan here's here's something completely changing playoffs <laughs> oh boy yes this is something i saw on social media i may be butchering this a little bit they proposed a pretty much a March Madness style tournament between oh, right, yeah. the last two wild card teams and then everyone below them, everyone out of the playoffs. A bunch of play in games too. Yes. They, Which, well, I think we've been clamoring for play in games for a long time. So here's your shot. <laughs> here's a chance to to see it. And I think it's like uh rounds one and two, three games. Round three, five games in the Stanley Cup, seven games. Yeah, Dom, the shizen of the Athletic, had this, <laughs> yeah, had this whole thing about you know if you had eight, if you had eighteen teams, twenty teams, twenty two teams, twenty four teams. Look, we already know Detroit wasn't making the playoffs, and I think some of them might be like, "What? Why you gotta make us play? <laughs> Why? Oh, can we come just on. move on? I just going to be like, can you just let me move on and get to work? I mean, please, please, Con Smythe winner Robbie Fabry. <laughs> oh my goodness." <laughs> But playing games, there was one scenario that had Nashville playing Ottawa in a best of one. Yes. Oh my gosh. We get the 2017 conference or uh, Stanley Cup final that we thought we were going to get. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think that was so close to happening. And look at where <laughs> Ottawa is now. Thank you, Chris Kunitz. Oh my Predators goodness. could have won the cup. <sighs> oh, so many what ifs, could haves, all those different kinds of things. Ay, ay, ay. ay. So it's 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 a very interesting scenario to look at. You know, I want to know what you think. I mean, I know you're missing hockey. I know everybody out there, you're missing hockey. But what do you think is too late for the season to start? And and a true resume date because knowing the the off season is important. There's lots of business that has to take place during the off season. All these types of things. You know, tweet at us. Tweet me at Justin B. Bradford at Penalty Box Radio. Uh, whatever Peyton underscore Turnage. Whatever with him. Uh, but I want to know what you think about this too. Oh. <laughs> It's okay, Kenny. A little shade right there. Uh, it's a plenty of shade. If you knew me better, you don't you don't understand. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You're never going to understand Peyton and his crazy ways of thinking. Uh, I want to know what you think too, because I've already had a couple of people say just cancel it, go and cancel, get it over with, so then you can resume. Business. No. And ca- okay. Oh, hey, calm down, calm down. I need you calm down, boy. You're going to go in the boo box. It was just for a split second. Okay, calm down. Uh, <laughs> but I want to know what you think about this too, because. We all miss it, and it's one of those things that's weird because you're like, oh, if one sports go away, okay, you find replacements. It got to the point that Greg Wyshynski tweeted out, what was it, a what, minor, minor league game that was taking place today? The Belarusian League. The Belarusian I, I, I got to find those tweets because uh, it was great. <laughs> live on YouTube streaming, and then the, the closed captioning on it were included words that we can't say on air. <laughs> so 
Interesting. Interesting how it's going to play like, out. like, shut up, Elizabeth. And all I know. Very stuff. interesting. So we're going to continue our hockey discussion. We have lots of questions that you submitted in topics, whether it's like jerseys we love, top players, if overtime consisted of this, if someone should shave their beard or not. All that up next. Penalty Box Radio, ESPN 102.5 The Game. And welcome back to Penalty Box Radio, ESPN 1025 The Game. Justin Bradford, Peyton Turnage, producer Kenny with that boom, boom, pow. Kenny is so 2008 and everybody else is so 2008. Man, I'm old school, brother. God, it's like Peyton's a dad, but God bless you, Kenny. Thank you. Thank you so much. Goodness. (laughs) All right. So for those of you that may not know, because we all have a little bit more downtime, we started up the PBR, the Penalty Box Radio Movie Club and Tournament. And this was an idea that just kind of came to me. Like, there's so many hockey movies out there. Yes, for those smart docs out there, like, there's more than five hockey movies. There are lots of hockey movies out there. You just have to discover them. And what we're trying to do is help you discover some movies to watch them live with us virtually and then discuss them during the movie and vote on it because everybody's missing brackets, especially this time of the year and missing some bracket competition there. So we started this. You can find it at penaltyboxradio.com. We started last night by screening Goon, the first one. And there's a mix of older movies, newer movies, nostalgic movies, and documentaries. Because I want to try to spread it out. And I got feedback on Facebook and Twitter to try to see how it would seed these. So, obviously, you have Slapshot. That's the number one seed. We have The Mighty Ducks as the number two seed. Miracle as the three seed. And Mystery Alaska as the four seed. All based on replies that I got. So, a lot of people are like, Mystery Alaska is the four seed. Hey, sorry. That's just where they place. They have a bye week. I'm sorry. So... On Friday night, we're going to screen The Russian Five, which is a great documentary. It's about the five Russians that came over to the Detroit Red Wings. And I know some of you may hate that team you know, from a while ago. There's not much to hate on right now. But it's about the story in the 80s and 90s of how that team came together and how they were able to bring Russians over to make them so dominant and a, and a powerhouse and the strategy behind it. And it is a fantastic documentary. I hope you'll watch it with us. We actually have Joshua Real. He is the director of it. Talking to us on Twitter, we're trying to get him to watch it with us because we're going to discuss this on Twitter using the hashtag PBR Movie Club or on Discord. So we're chatting live as we're watching these films. So you're getting feedback on it. You're talking with each other. It's a great way to have a social experience without being in the same room with someone. And that's what's important right now with social distancing is to be away physically but to still be able to talk with people about what's going on in your life, to have actual communication, to still speak with people. That's what we're trying to do with this is to give people an outlet for two hours and one night to say, you know what, I'm going to turn off the news. I'm just going to you know, get a drink, sit down, watch a hockey movie, and maybe discover something new. We had people last night that never seen Goon. And obviously it's not for everybody. These movies are not for everyone. Everyone has their favorites. Some people hate the Mighty Ducks. Some people hate this. Some people hate that. But that's what it's about. It's about sharing this experience. So Peyton, last night we watched Goon, and it was it's fun because Goon is full of one-liners. Yes. And that's what I enjoy about that movie. There's, I can't even remember them, and we can't even repeat most of them on radio because of the language. I will say it. we had a lot of fun on the Discord. We all started the movie at the same time. We had a running live chat the whole time. Yep. It was really fun. It's fun because you're experiencing a movie – Basically, what, Mystery Science Theater? <laughs> yes. That, that kind of way is what we're pulling off. But it's, it's a really cool way to experience these different movies. So com has it. We have a full bracket. There's 12 movies. And so next is The Russian Five, Friday night, 7 p.m. Central. Uh, we didn't want to compete against the Preds rebroadcast because what the Fox Sports Tennessee is doing, they're going to rebroadcast some top Preds games from this season on Thursdays and Sundays. Uh, so we're doing this on Friday night. And so, Peyton, you have a bracket that you filled out, right? Yes, I did. So for you, in terms of let's go into the next round, who do you have going against Slapshot? 
I've got Red Army defeating Goon 2. All right. I'm playing against uh, Slapshot. Red Army, that's another one of the, the Russian base. That's Soviet. one that I've only seen a little bit of. I've not seen all the way through. Goon 2 is an abomination. We just... I'm not even going to participate on Goon 2 Night, man. Yes, you are. You're going to watch it, and then you're going to bag on it the whole time, because that's what you're supposed to be doing. If you hate it, I want to hear why you hate it. That's a pee bag. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Mystery Alaska is a four seed, and it's going to go up against the winner of Youngblood and D3, the Mighty Ducks, who is the 12th seed. And I've got Youngblood Young defeating Blood. that. Because okay. y'all are going to shame me. You can go ahead and shame me now. I have not seen all the Mighty Duck movies, but I've heard the third one is the worst. It is. It absolutely is. That's why it's the 12 seed, but it, it had to be in there based on the feedback I received in Youngblood. I mean, it's Rob Lowe. I mean, come on. And then Mystery Alaska is basically, hey, the, the New York Rangers have to go and play this beer league team in order to get a win. They fly in a helicopter. <laughs> That's why I haven't seen either. I'm looking forward to that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty interesting. Miracle is the three seed going up against the winner of the Russian Five and Goon. So who do you have them going against? Russian Five is really good. Uh, you, you all are going to enjoy it Friday night if you watch it for the first time. It is a really great story. I guess it's such a low seed because it's not very well known. Yes. But uh, you finna learn. But <laughs> Goon is still an all-timer. Uh, I think it's kind of underrated in the in the movie realm. So I've got Goon defeating Russian Five. Okay, going against Miracle. And then, then the last one in the second round is Mighty Ducks, the two seed, going against D2, the Mighty Ducks, or Ice Guardians. Ice Guardians being that movie just about enforcers in, in, in hockey. And that's a very popular documentary as well. Any documentary featuring Jeff Merrick is a is a winner. <laughs> so I've got Ice Guardians defeating D two. Oh, even boy. though I mean I know how D two ends, and that is a classic too. But uh, I mean the the Icelandic hockey team is just let's always shake just... their hands. <laughs> There's a YouTube video of the guy who plays the Iceland captain. Yeah, and <laughs> he said he had an Icelandic uh, dialect coach, <laughs> and then just in the middle of shooting, he just left. And he was kind of like left to his own devices, and the next day they were shooting the uh, shootout scene. Good luck, kid. <laughs> yes. So overall, so who do you have in the final now? Uh, you want to go just all the way to the end? Yeah, all the way to the end. Uh, of course. I mean, you got Slapshot versus Miracle, man. Okay. And that's, I think, what I'm going to see, too, is obviously we have mostly an American audience. So I'm assuming the American audience is going to push Miracle all the way through. And that's my pick, but man, that's that's a hard matchup because Slapshot is it's it's so great. And Miracle's my favorite. I'll go and say this. It was tough for me to put it as the three seed, but based on the feedback we got, it earned the three seed, not the two seed. It was going to be really difficult to not put Slapshot, to not put Slapshot as number one for Miracle to overtake that. But yeah, I think that's the way it's going to go. Now, those people might be asking, well, what about this movie? What about this movie? Look, we know there's many out there, but I was not going to go with a huge bracket like that. We're going to explore more because depending on how long this thing goes, we're going to have opportunities to watch more. I know there's um, Making Coco. Uh, is, is is a great documentary as well. And plenty of these are on Amazon Prime. There's other ones out there too. There's going to be so many more documentaries, especially. And I mean, hey, there's the Cutting Edge. So I don't know if you want to consider that a hockey movie or just a sports movie because there's figure skating with a hockey player involved. There's there's that. There's um, MVP. As well. I haven't heard of any it's, of these. It's a family movie. Most valuable primate. You said Cutting Edge. That is really old school. Yeah. <laughs> see there. See we got that. Someone said Happy Gilmore. I'm like, it's a hockey player playing golf. It's a hockey movie for like the first five minutes. That's about it. That's about it. So there's options out there, but these are the ones we thought were the most popular to go with as well that we're going to get a lot of interaction too. So we want you to join us. Make sure you're following along on the Penalty Box Radio Facebook page and Twitter accounts to, to find out what the next assignment is. We're going to spread this out a little bit. It's going to be either every other night or every two nights because we want to have you to have some time to do things. But we want to discuss with you. We want to learn more about hockey movies, learn more 
about just this sport too and why it's fun by having some documentaries, having some fun movies, having some old movies. And of course, most of those, most of the movies that are movies are going to be rated R unless they They're are. They're going to be a little movie. rough around the edges. A little rough around the edges. Slapshot. It's, uh, Slapshot is one of those movies though too. <laughs> Boy, oh boy, is it not politically correct, <laughs> um, especially in today's day and age. It is interesting to watch that in today, um, but it's still just a classic hockey movie. And then Miracle just being my favorite. I remember going to an early release premiere of that and to share a story because, you know what, it's our show. And we don't have any guests. I had an opportunity back in 2011 uh, to meet Mike Ruzioni, the captain of the 1980 Olympic team. I had breakfast with him, actually. And because he was the the speaker at a conference I was at, and the company I was working for at the time was the sponsor of him as the speaker. And it's like, so I could have breakfast with Mike Ruzioni? Absolutely. And the embarrassment for me was I was trying to find pictures so I could get him to autograph a picture. And the one picture I really found just him, it wasn't the one where he's running on the ice after he scored the goal, was him shaking the hand of the Soviet captain. But it was from their game at, at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> And you didn't know that at the time, right? At the time. At the time, it was just, it was, because it didn't see that. And I wasn't as knowledgeable back then, too. And so he goes, Oh, yeah, this is when we got our whipped at Madison Square Garden with the Soviets. Oh, well, I mean, at least you beat him the next time. And the Soviets defeat USA 10 to 3. Yeah, it was, it was bad. But it was a great experience. He's a really nice guy. I had so many great stories to share just on leadership and things in general. And also just about how good his meatballs were, because that's, that's one of those things. It's about. Loves making the meatballs. So, yeah, hope you'll join us for all this, too, and we're going to vote on this every round. Once we're going to do two movies and then back-to-back, which will be the round that we're going to vote on, and we'll just go from there and crown a champion. So hopefully you'll join us. Okay, up next, we are going to answer some questions about what to do in your spare time, and have we're going to have some debates on some Preds questions here, I think, just because Peyton and I don't, don't agree on everything here. So that's all up next. Penalty Box Radio, ESPN, 102.5 The Game. And welcome back to Penalty Box Radio here on ESPN 102.5 The Game. Justin Bradford, Peyton Turnage, producer Kenny behind the glass. And hey. 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 We, we, we are live. It is it is March 18th. We are live. This is a live show. We're halfway through. We're, so we're going to get through this. We got six feet between myself and Peyton Turnage, and Kenny's behind the glass. He's uh-huh. safe and secure. We have uh, Lysol and Clorox. Here in the studio as well. No raiding the station. Okay? No. So, none not of that. Not enough to go around. Not enough to go around. Not there. for you. Right. So, and we have not broken into the cough drops yet. Not yet. Not yet. So, I, someone was asking, what are some fun things to do at home during all this downtime? So, some favorite indoor activities. Well, the first one is, and I'm sure you've seen it if you're on Twitter especially, is make a TikTok. <laughs> well, <laughs> Willie Donick. Willie Donick has done it. Chris Mason is all. Is oh, you gotta expect it. Chris Mason to get in. Of on course, that. of yeah. course. Yeah, fun guy as well. So, I mean, make a TikTok. There's so many different trends, and I'll, I'll be honest, I I scroll through it because it's fun to watch the dance trends and be like, I can't pull that off, but you can. That's cool. The favorite one is the one with the girl crying. The girl crying, <laughs> and she's trying to dance. And oh uh, my She's gosh. probably faking it, but it's still funny. I just I like flip the switch. That's my favorite one, especially the J Lo and A Rod one. I had never that. seen that until last night, and it was a oh NASCAR owner and his daughter. Oh, yeah. And she had, like, a sports bra on and short shorts, and then they flipped <laughs> the switch, and ugh, it was a little... So, speaking of speaking of NASCAR, there, um, Dale Jr., 
Yeah. His wife surprised him that they're going to have another baby. Yeah, his right? eyes lit up. And he's coming out of retirement, baby. Yeah, so speaking of the sports news, interesting the way NASCAR is going to keep things going. Peyton, what's going on with NASCAR? So, I mean, there's no live sports. Right. So NASCAR, thankfully, has... Um, a very good virtual simulator called iRacing that a lot of the drivers <laughs> use to train. And so they're actually going to start televising iRacing races. Oh, uh, they're going to start, I think it's Sunday at like 1230 maybe, and they're going to start uh, airing them on FS1. And it's going to have a lot of the cups, uh, cup stars. you get Dale Jr., oh, Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, <laughs> and then maybe some uh, pro iRacing players and uh, probably some That's cool. spotters and crew chiefs. So and people yeah. are going to watch it. That's oh, yeah. We, everybody's like, I need sports. I need sports. My precious. Funny how we go from esports don't matter to esports are the only sports. Yeah. In the yeah. matter of a week. Yeah. I, I'm actually been kind of surprised uh, servers are holding up in a lot of yeah. places right now. Work from home. Work from home. You know, people playing video games more often. So, so speaking of that, what have you been doing? Because you're still having to go into the office. It's been a light load for you at the day job in terms of people in the office. So yeah. it's okay. But when you get home, it's not like you have a Preds game to go to. It's not like you have a Preds game to watch or hockey to watch or NASCAR to watch right now. What's keeping you busy, Peyton? Well, it's funny. I came home today and I heard weird Asian music emanating through the house and uh, go into the kitchen and my roommate is doing yoga on the floor. You weren't watching that. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I, um, so we did the SECHC tournament. Yeah, back and in February. I've been lazy and I've not been posting highlights like I usually do of games that I announced. So I've been working on that, putting some highlights together from okay. the entire SCCHC tournament. So that's going to be dropping soon. And then other than that, just a lot of chill. A lot of chill. That's about all I know to do. And one day I'll watch the entire season of the new Jack Ryan on Amazon. <laughs> On streaming. I watched all <laughs> of I Think You Should Leave on Netflix. There you go. That's and a pretty good one. There, there's some, there's, okay, it's not for everybody, but The Boys is a pretty, if you haven't watched it yet, it's, it's been out for a while, but that's also on Amazon. Hmm. It's the anti-superhero series. It's like the dark side of superheroes. I really want to watch the uh, McMillions documentary on HBO. Oh yeah, I've heard a lot about that. Heard a lot about that. So let's, let's get into this it, for you too, because there's a lot of movies I know you haven't seen. The Marvel movies. Well, yes. The Mighty Duck movies. And then you try to have an opinion on them, and that just grinds my gears. But if it's movies or video games, what are you going to prefer? Uh, I mean, this. I feel like I've already practiced social isolation for quite a while now. So You're not the only one. My go-to choice has been video games. And what is what is your video game of choice? Uh, it's either NHL 20 or, going way down the path, NHL 2K8. 2K8? That is, the, folks. On what system? Uh, Xbox 360. Oh, my gosh. The, folks. That is the best hockey video game ever made. You, you prove me wrong. You're going to grind a lot of people's gears that love NHL '94. Uh, I mean, you know, I was too young, man. I, 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 get I had it. NHL '95 as a kid. Okay, that's not as good. No, it's not as good. <coughs> hey, the hitting sounds. <coughs> How is he so good at making those hitting <coughs> sounds? <coughs> My goodness. <laughs> You're scaring Kenny. Kenny's getting out of here, and he's, I'm behind the glass. And he's behind the glass. I need you to quit it. You stop it right now. Okay. Cool. So Peyton I'm also out. has Peyton also <laughs> has <out. laughs> a knack for cr- being bored and creating so many different oh, teams. Oh, we're getting into this? This is what I brought my notebook for. Oh, gosh. But you've created how many different teams on, on NHL? Right now I'm working on all-time alumni teams. <laughs> so thankfully NHL 20 has a lot of alumni already, already in there. the game. Like, oh, just select him here. So I've got that for and for each team. It's going to be select alumni, a few players that are on the current team, a few current players that are on other teams. Oh my goodness. And then some guys that I have to create. What's the most random team you've made though in this? 
the Atlanta Thrashers all-time team. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> who was on that team? Top line of Ilya Kovalchuk, Keith Kachuk, who played <laughs> oh, like a part of a right. season there, that's and right. Blake Wheeler. Oh, my gosh. Defen- first defense pair of Tobias Enstrom and Chris Chelios. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Starting goaltender, Chris Mason. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. <laughs> See, this, this, this man has too much time on his hands. Sometimes. Help me, God. Okay. <laughs> it's been rough since I broke up. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, moving on here. We did have a question come in from Mike, and it's the evolution of the Pred sweater. Which one is the best? He says the only correct answer is the Navy 2010 alternate. There's been so many different iterations of the Natural Predators jersey. Peyton, which one is your favorite? That alternate's hard to argue with. And a lot of people hated it. Mm-hmm. I love it. The mustard jersey. The mustard jersey. Oh, with the skull. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I know that is, a, the, that is a love it or hate it jersey. With the peyote cat, I guess is what they called it. <laughs> that is a, that <laughs> the is cat looks it. like it's high on something. That is a love it or hate it jersey. Now, my favorite was one that was never even used. Ooh. I think I know what you're talking <clears> about. I think you do. It was used only at Nash Vegas. Yes. Because it just didn't make it in time, I guess, for them to use it as an they alternate. Were, they were te- I think they were testing out the concept, and they were going to do it, and then they committed to the gold thing. Right. So it's the white alternate to the Navy. Yes. And those jerseys are rare finds right now, folks. They're rare, Top but they dollar. are solid. Uh, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, Google it. Because those were... those. Are, They're pretty sexy. They were sexy jerseys. And I'll I, give you that. I would have loved to have seen those as the alternates because it'd be, it'd be unique, too, if they could bring those in somehow, because I know they're a Reebok, and it's all about Adidas right now, but bring it in and flip on some more games, kind of like what they did with the Winter Classic, to where it's home whites, road colors. Yes. Or, I mean, at the very least, just do it as a warm-up jersey. Give it to us in some Something. way. I'd love Please. it. I'd love to have that jersey. Apparently, I read a rumor. This is from Aesthetics. Uh, okay. They do a lot of jersey rumors and jersey you know, news breaks. Mm-hmm. The Apparently, the NHL <clears throat> is looking at doing third and fourth jerseys next year. When did that rumor come out? Uh, this week. Well, I bet they are because they're going to need the money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the good thing is compared to a lockout shutting down a league, with this, when sports come back, people are going to be just itching to go. And people are going to be spending money. Hopefully you, they uh, have you, it. You got any of that hockey? Uh-huh. You, got, you got any of that hockey? Uh-huh. Uh, so we did have a question coming in. This is from Soldad about something in ways to help the hospitality industry in Nashville. I mean, Nashville is a tourist and hospitality-based city, really. I mean, when you think about what's really feeding the money to lots of locals, especially those that work in the downtown area, it's hospitality, tourism, service, things like that. The thing we've seen trending is buy a gift card to a local restaurant, and you might not be able to use it now per se, but you're giving them cash flow. If you're actually buying that right now, too, and, and putting that in there because they they already have that, too, and then you can spend it later if you need to, things like that. Buying gift cards, getting takeout, a lot of ways like that is to, to help because it's just going to be tough right now. And then especially when things, when they're in the all clear, go and support your local businesses. Go out to eat and support them. Go get a drink there. Go out and support them as well. You know, a lot of people seem to take it for granted when there's free music at places. Tip the band. I mean, this is a, this is a music city, and it doesn't matter if it's – country theory or if you're going to a jazz bar or wherever tip the band as soon as we get the all clear that dam is going to break oh it, people, people are going to be flooding nashville flooding in, and obviously it's one of those things too i know a lot of people are, are 
are hurting right now and out of work and our best is, is just getting sent out to you. And so it's one of those things too, is like, make sure you're doing your best to support your neighbor. I mean, from the tornado to this, I feel so horrible for all the tornado victims and a lot of people have gone out and volunteered. And now a lot of them can't go out because of, you know, this. possibly getting sick. It's just horrible timing for those people. It is. So once we get the all clear, don't forget about the community. It's about supporting the community, being a part of your community, and supporting your neighbor. Uh, Pat and Fuquay put out that article on Penalty Box Radio just about being a good neighbor. It's, it shouldn't just take a disaster or a crisis to be a good neighbor. Always be a good neighbor. And and that's the biggest thing, too, is just keep thinking of others, whatever you can do to help others. Little things go a long way. And so it's whether it's like sharing lesson plans with someone that you found, something you discovered to help them get through a tough time that they have three or four kids at home that now they have. You know, if you can help them out, find out ways virtually that you can help other people as well. And whether it's like saying, hey, you know, can you put your kids around the computer and I'll read them a book? Something like that. I mean, there's so many different ways to help people just to get involved and be part of the community. But yes, when it comes to helping the, the service industry, go out and make sure you give them your, your business. Patronize them. Give them your business when, when everything's back and ready to go. Uh, buy gift cards. It's a great way to support local. Right now, to buy a bunch of these gift cards up so they're getting some cash flow in so they can help support their employees as well. So whatever you do, be a part of that. Support local. So hopefully that's going to be a great opportunity there too. Once we're on the all clear that you're going to see the spirit of the community all across the world. We're seeing so much of the spirit of the world come in, like in Italy and in Barcelona, things like that with people singing or leading um, their neighbors in some aerobics from their rooftops. And people can see that and trying to get people to move and everything as well. Like it's important just to, to, we have social distancing, like we talked about in the last segment, but it's, it's important to not be antisocial. There's still ways that you can communicate with your neighbor and love your neighbor and love one another and be a part of your community, even though you can't physically go near them right now. And so it's important to just remember that, that you can do that. And it's important to go outside, go outside, do some things that are active. I mean, you, as long as you're not coming in contact with people, you can go for a walk, walk your, walk your dogs. Um, if the park is open where you're able to, and it's not packed, hopefully it's not Take a walk. Be a little active. Go for a walk around the neighborhood. You know, just be on the other side of the sidewalk. You can social distance and not have to be isolated within your own home. And that's what's important to remember, too. It's important to get some fresh air. Fresh air helps you, especially this is the time when people it's going to be hard for a lot of folks. Get fresh air. Get some sunshine. And hopefully the sun comes out soon in Nashville. It's been a long time, it seems. <laughs> it's been a rough week, man. I'm telling you, all been, across the board. It's been a rough week of 2020. <laughs> was, someone said, yeah, this, the, um, what was it? What a year this week has been. Exactly. That's what it feels like, especially in Nashville, what we've been having to go through. And Salt Lake City had an earthquake this morning. So it's just locusts in the Middle East. I mean, there's just so many different things going on. But, hey, we're going to get through this, and we're going to get through it together. And we're going to have some fun next event to wrap things up with a lot more questions because i got to address this one from Jack about whether he should shave his beard or not. So that's going to come up next. Your penalty box here to ESPN 102.5 The Game. And welcome back to Penalty Box Radio here on ESPN 102.5 The Game. Justin Bradford, Peyton Turnage, producer Kenny behind the glass. It is Wednesday, March 18th. We are coming to you live. This is a live show. We are six feet apart. Kenny's behind the glass. We got Clorox. We got Lysol. We are we're safe. In we here. did measure. We did. <laughs> we, we We did? Did you lay down on the table? Let's, let's, yeah, we like to. <laughs> okay. They can't see this. We did have a question coming from Jack Woods. Should Jack shave his beard or should he keep growing it out to look like Steve Rogers in Infinity War? Oh, Jack, buddy, you're not going to look like Steve Rogers no, in Infinity War. No, you look sorry. like the kid from Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And that is all I have to say. 
Jack, you don't have to shave your beard, but trim it and please take care of it. I don't want to see a scraggly beard on you, bud. I will say I am very jealous of his ability to grow a beard. To, to grow one, yeah, yes. there. Yeah, because I can, I can grow scruff because no. it's Asian scruff what I grow. My beard growing is like... <laughs> so... <laughs> so we had did another question. This one Kenny's come- rolling. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a real Michael Winslow. Uh, wow, what a what a reference too. Nice, bro. That is okay. a really good reference. You want to explain to the people at home who he is? He Please is the do. man of many sound effects. And that's about all he can do. But known from what movies? Uh, Police Academy. Thank you. Police Academy. Right. Police Academy. Police Academy. Police Academy. Police Academy. One Academy. through. <laughs> Police so, Academy 25. Yeah. Police Academy <laughs> Infinity War. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so we did have this question come in from Kurt. Great places to be outside and away from others. I recently, when it got warm for the first time, I started hitting trails on uh, Natchez. I think it's Natchez Trace. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was really refreshing. I thought it was really neat. So that's a good one. And it's about to get warmer out, hopefully, and a little less rain. So, yeah. There's places outdoors where you can go, still get some exercise. I mean, shoot, we saw the video from Matias Ekholm that he and and Ida and his kid were out rollerblading. And, I mean, they're being active. Did you see the guy trying to uh, – he had the Roomba going. He tried to make it look like yes. Uh, curling. <laughs> yes, and then you have the marble racing, which has become very popular. That is – that's some good stuff. I was surprised. That was yeah. pretty riveted. Yeah, I was. Marbula 1. <laughs> Marbula 1 Look that racing. up on YouTube, folks. There you go. You'll so, thank me later. <laughs> so now this is another question that we have here, and this one is interesting. This one is from Dennis. Since I'm working at home, being single with no kids and no roommate, do I really need to shower and shave? <laughs> yes. Bro, please. Dennis, you should sh- at least shower. I'm not saying you need to shave, but please shower, please, because you're going to get to that point where you're going to be like, wait, I don't smell, and it's going to be a week later, and you're going to open the door. You can maybe take one day off, but that's it. You could even that's go every, your one day off. You could go, go every other day if you really if you're not doing anything. You re, you could. I'm not gonna you know fully endorse it. I'm saying you could if you just hate showering. That's how you get acne, bro. Okay, <laughs> okay. You need you need to calm down. Okay, Jeremy Jeremy asks this one: fictional youth hockey game seven. Who do you start, Goldberg or Julie the Cat Gaffney? Well, we know that <clears> I <throat> don't really have much knowledge yet so uh we'll leave that I'm, one to you Justin. i'm going with julie the cat goldberg's just a head case he's a head case i, I would go with julie the cat gaffney some people may not agree but you know what this is my show <laughs> <laughs> you have editorial control so emily asks tell me something your kids have done during quarantine but call them your employees all all my kids have <sighs> well i don't have any children but i do have a cat so here goes mine Hey, Peyton, you know what my employee did the other day? What? My employee was standing right next to the toilet and decided to take a poo right next to the toilet on the floor. My employee. So disrespectful. 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 The toilet's right there. My employee. You don't want a problem with me, Kevin Durant. Oh, my gosh. Where did I find you? Craigslist? Uh, A-game sportsplex. (laughs) Unfortunately. My gosh. R.I.P. R.I.P. in peace. Okay, let's see if you have an answer to this one from Keith. Uh, at the position, who's the top player in each position to play for the National Predators? Goaltender. Oh, uh, hmm, that's a tough one. <laughs> Pecorine. Pecorine! Okay, make it a little more difficult here. Top two defensemen. 
Top two, easy. Yossi and Weber. Okay. All right. Yeah. Any no consideration of Suter or Timonen? A little, but no. It's it's Suter and Weber. Or, or Yossi and Weber. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh. Oh no. Okay. Now here we go at forward because it just depends on the era that you want to focus on. Okay. So the three forwards. Let's go with this one. Sullivan. Okay. Korea. Okay. Mm, top center. Oh. <laughs> That's, I mean, in terms it, we haven't had much of a choice as far as top centers. Thank God for Ryan Johansson. But in terms of production, it would probably be Legwand, right? Yeah. He's, he's still the so, all-time leader in points. So setting you up. What about Philip Forsberg, Peyton? He's closely behind. He's, he's in the suitor team. And in Dude, he's, in, he's top three in goals scored for the franchise. Sullivan Korea would have been two if they had been around longer. <laughs> but they weren't. Oh. So, they were still the best. So you're saying you're saying that here we go, folks. But you, so you're telling me that Philip Forsberg does not belong in the all-time first line. On my, you want to get into this? He is on my <laughs> second line on the Preds all-time team. Okay, on who's, who, who's also on the second line then? Uh, Mike Fisher and Victor Arvidsson. Okay, but Ryan, I put Ryan Johansson on the Columbus team. Okay, <laughs> okay, 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 all right, and Korea on the Ducks. Okay. Top line Sullivan, Arnett, Dumont. Okay. I, I can I can give you that. But Forsberg, come on. I know. Look, hey, I love me some Phil Forsberg. The, we're, okay, the twist shot, wrist shot, baby. Okay, if you're going to throw that argument then, what about P.K. Subban? Because he only played for a few seasons. Right? I was going to say I put him on the Montreal all-time team. But, <laughs> but in terms of Su- Predators yes, as a defenseman um, history. I mean, he's up there for sure. He, he was especially the first year that he was with the Preds. He was... Lights out. Phenomenal. Okay. Even with the back issues. True. I mean, he, he was, was in, great in the he playoffs. Was in, he was a Norse finalist. Yes. And then he went on the cover. Hey, right? I, lo- I loved me some PK Subban. Sure. Man. Okay. Completely changing up smooth or crunchy peanut butter. I loved crunchy as a kid, but I think I've just kind of transitioned back to smooth. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. I will prefer crunchy if I'm eating it by the spoonful, mm. but I want smooth on a sandwich. See, I make a lot of... Ritz crackers, so you can't really put you crunchy on there. You make yourself some Ritz crackers? You got the recipe? Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> you just put peanut butter in a Ritz cracker? This is this is not good radio. This is how he survives the apocalypse. <laughs> he puts peanut butter in a Ritz cracker. I shall survive. <laughs> Goodness gracious. But for real, some Jif peanut butter, because I don't, I don't deal with Peter Pan or Skippy. No. <laughs> Jif is the only good peanut butter. I had a choosy mom, more like a choosy dad, and he chose Jif. <laughs> your, your dad chose wisely. He did. He didn't, and so the girlfriend's been great about making sure I get some just The girlfriend. Butter. Yes. The girlfriend has a name, Justin. Alex has Have been great. Have some respect. Alex has been great about getting me some Jif peanut butter to help me survive this. I'm working from home a lot, man. <laughs> I'm having some social interaction, so I'm very appreciative of it. <laughs> you need to get out of the house. We had a conference call, and there were 12 people on the screen. It was actually very Brady Bunch-like. It was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Last who, who was Alice? Oh my gosh! Last hockey question. It wasn't come from Evan. If God forbid the season does not resume, how does it affect the possibility of re-signing Granlin or Smitty Smith? Does Granlin sign for less? His year doesn't exactly as stellar as we know. What kind of deal does Smith take? I'm grasping at straws here. I think they do sign, uh, re-sign Granlin. He's not 30 yet, and he really played great. And he he fits in the John Hines system. Craig Smith, I think, does go in free agency. How much Granlin signs for? Eh, I don't, you know, I couldn't really tell you. We shall see. We we, we shall see. And I, 
I would assume Smith would want to stay in Nashville just because his whole career has been here, and it's just coming to t- right term and money and everything too. Because he's, if it resumes, he would get he, he will get to his twenty goals. And we've seen that Mikael Glenlin is a lot better under John Hines and what his system does there, and he's a little bit younger, which bodes well too. But given how, we don't know how things are going to play out, how the rest of the season plays out, I still think trades happen at the draft. Whenever the draft is, trades will happen, which which could free up some space. It could be a hockey trade, whatnot. We shall see on that too. So, last question before we have to go. This one comes from Craig. Uh, does, do Timbits weird anyone else out? Is it like eating mini versions of Tim Horton, but in a delicious form? Timbits are delicious. I will take them anytime, especially the sour cream glaze one. Those are my favorite. So, you know, if you just want to, you know, whatever, I will take those when we get through this. Sour cream glaze, Timbits. Also, what got me the most was on Jack Ryan. There was a reference to Tim Horton. Oh, wow. In, in Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan series, of all things. They had to have at least two Canadian writers. Oh, for, my for gosh. I could through. not stop rolling because they made a reference there. Okay. Thanks for getting through this with us. We appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you so much. Next God week, bless you guys. Next week, we plan to hopefully have at least one guest. We'll try to get through this. Stay safe out there. Be well. Make good decisions. Stay home, if at all possible, and take care of each other. Thanks for tuning in to Penalty Box Radio. For producer Kenny, Payne Turners is Justin Bradford here on ESPN 1025 The Game.